Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Talk Radio, live from Westminster. I think there's a clear warning there. Get up to the minute news flashes, instant reaction and expert analysis from some of the biggest names in Westminster. What's next? Order! Talk Radio, live from Westminster. Good morning and welcome to the Independent Republic of Mike Graham right here on College Green. We're coming live once again from a very subdued Westminster uh, the morning after the night before. Last night, most of us went to bed knowing that Boris Johnson failed in his bid to get an election after the rabble alliance passed the surrender bill that forces him to go back to Brussels cap in hand to beg for another deal or an extension to Article 50, effectively delaying the Brexit once more and frustrating the will of the people once more. I also fully expected the House of Lords to robustly stand up to the Hillary Benn bill last night but all that very much changed during the course of time where they were looking at it i thought it was going to take forever to get through the second chamber i thought this was the boris johnson master plan that was going to make sure that it never actually became law but all that changed at around about one o'clock in the morning now we are back at the starting line again and it looks like the surrender bill will be passed into law on monday no one down here can quite believe just how hopeless it all seems hopeless in terms of vision hopeless in terms of progress hopeless in terms of anything resembling a proper day's work and at this point I think the people should now have the right to prorogue Parliament themselves and see whether we can take a leaf out of the Northern Ireland book and run the country without them. I can't actually think of a single thing that any of them are any good at. They have completely paralysed this country with their ridiculous procedures and their irritating tactics. Jeremy Corbyn's been calling for an election for about a year. Now he says he doesn't want one. Boris Johnson says he doesn't want one, and now he's calling for one. What on earth is going on? 0344 499 1000. This morning, I want to hear the voice of the people because I'm sick to death of talking to MPs that talk in doublespeak. I'm sick to death of talking to people who tell me one thing and then do something else. I want to hear from you, the people of the Independent Republic of Mike Graham this morning. 0344 499 1000. We're taking your calls in the first hour because we need to know what's going to happen next. You're listening to me, Mike Graham, live on College Green right here on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Talk Radio, live from Westminster. Welcome back to the Independent Republic of Mike Graham. We are live on College Green. We are in Westminster. It's a very subdued atmosphere down here today. Uh, even those maniacs with the loud hailers uh, seem to have gone very quiet because they don't even know what to stop anymore. They can't say stop the coup because there is no coup. There never was a coup. There never was a proroguing of Parliament. There never was actually any attempt by Boris Johnson to turn himself into a dictator. We've just watched for the last 48 hours a load of people, 650 of them, snarling at each other, shouting at each other, applauding each other, booing each other, getting absolutely nowhere, and quite frankly, operating as a disgrace. 
that's what I'm going to tell you. 03444991000 is the number. Matthew says, what he's telling is that Labour are trying to justify their position in usurping the vote of 17.4 million people by saying they will do anything to avoid no deal, whilst forgetting May's withdrawal agreement, which they voted against three times, which was in fact a way of stopping a no deal exit. Labour are liars. Dennis says, hi Mike, when I voted to leave, I voted fully aware that we would be leaving without a deal, as the EU had made it clear throughout the run-up to the referendum. No deal would be offered. Let's now go uh, over to the calls, though. We need to talk first uh, to Anthony, who's in Cheshire. Hello, Anthony. Good morning, Mike. How are you doing? Yeah, very well, sir. What's going on? What I don't understand is how the Lords can suddenly rush something through like this, because there are so many Remainers in the Lords, and yet when we had the Gulf War uh, decisions to make, it took longer. I mean, how can that be? There was an old Lord laying his sheets on a bench last night on TV, and yet they sleep all day anyway, so I don't understand it. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't, might as well, I mean, a lot of them, they might as well just lay the sheets down actually on the, uh, uh, on the side of the chamber, because that's where most of them seem to repose for a lot of the time. But, I, yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. I don't understand how we went from the Boris Johnson kind of master plan, where everything was going to be in some way delayed, to what we have now, uh, which is, is actually rushed through. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Theresa May had a deal, but Corbyn went against it. And again, we've got no deal now, and he's going against that, and he's going against the general election that he wanted for two years. Right. It seems quite remarkable, does it not? I mean, I don't even, I mean I'm, I'm actually at a loss, which is unusual for me, to say what we should do next. It wouldn't, I don't think it would do any harm for, us to, for the Queen to just shut down Parliament now and just go to October 31st, leave, um, and then pick it up again sometime in November. Absolutely, that's a great point. Yeah, thanks very much. Let's talk to Lee, uh, who's in Milton Keynes. Hello, Lee. Hi. Hi there. Hi, how are you doing? Good, thank you. Well, I've felt better, I must say. Well, I'm absolutely ashamed to be British at the moment. Tell us why. Um, Well, I'm sick to death of a parliament uh, which has been influenced by a petulant brat like Joe Swinston and a scruffy opportunist like uh, Jeremy Corbyn. Um, I believe that we're looking a uh, complete shambles internationally. Uh, I voted to leave. I voted on whatever terms that was, whether it was WTO terms or with a deal. I voted to get out. And the reasons why I wanted to get out remain the same today. Yet my vote and the vote of 17.4 million people in this country is being outstripped by 600 uh, dithering and... Uh, not particularly principled people. And mm. I salute Boris Johnson uh, for taking the flack that he's doing at the moment. He can be called a dictator if they like. He's actually showing some strength, which most of these spineless twerks haven't got. Well, he's trying to show some strength, but sadly the strength that he has is rather limited by the kind of size of his army, which is not really big enough. But uh, I take your point, Lee. I shall pass it on. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, Lee says that she's ashamed to be British this morning. I think a lot of people would share that particular view. I'm joined now by Ed Vasey, MP uh, for Wantage. Ed, a very good morning to you. Welcome. Um, I've been describing this, the, the sort of atmosphere down here. It's very rather subdued today and rather kind of um, resigned to a kind of almost inevitable... Um, atmosphere of nothingness it's almost like arriving in a vacuum well it's the calm before the storm isn't it i mean it's a bit it's a bit like a war in the sense you have these intense periods of hand-to-hand combat which we had yesterday 
with the vote on whether we were going to have an election and obviously the vote on the bill to try and rule out a no-deal Brexit. So if you were here last night, the place was absolutely packed with uh, MPs and politicians giving their views. It's a one-line whip in Parliament today. Nothing's going to happen probably now until Monday. Uh, so it'll be a quite subdued, lots of briefing over the weekend, both sides throwing pot shots at each other. But uh, in this particular place in the media village outside Westminster, it's a calm day. Uh, well, it may well be calm at the moment. It might get a bit lively later. But do you not feel a bit guilty having caused all of this? Uh, no, not in the slightest. I mean, I did uh, think long and hard about what I was going to do. I was very happy to support Boris Johnson initially because of um, I totally understand his point that uh, at some point you have to draw a un- un- uh, line under the Brexit saga and we've promised to get out by October the 31st. But I did that on the basis that he was genuinely going to try and negotiate a deal, I think, leaving with a deal is the best thing uh, therefore I'm not going to sign up to an underhand strategy to run down the clock which I thought suspending parliament exposed and I certainly wasn't going to sit by while my friends and colleagues were suspended from the Conservative Party and lose the whip I wasn't going to get up in the morning and look myself in the mirror and think I wasn't with them So what are you going to do um, on Monday? <laughs> I'll get on the tube and come to Parliament and do what? see what happens. I don't think it's funny. I mean, I think the thing is, right, people are really annoyed today, you know, because we came back from the recess and it was supposed to be, let's move this on. We've got a new prime minister. We've got a new, more positive attitude towards Brexit. It's no longer Theresa May's game. Uh, we have got a proper sort of, you know, means of getting somewhere. And we're nowhere again. In fact, not only are we nowhere, we're worse than nowhere. Well, what's not funny, of course, is uh, the dozens of Tory MPs who campaigned for Brexit and then voted consistently against Brexit in the withdrawal agreement and have driven us to a position where your friends and family are going to lose their jobs and see their businesses go under because of their ideological obsession, uh, their unremitting hostility to Europe, their ridiculous and false claims to represent the will of the people. That's what's uh, not funny, and you may set yourself up as uh, the spokesman for Brexit, who knows the mood of the public. You've I'm never, the, I'm you've never not been the elected. You've never been elected. You don't talk to my. I get elected every single day, mate. You don't talk to my constituents who are absolutely fed up. Well, maybe we'll get some of your constituents to ring in. Fed up with from the, Wantage, uh, right? If you've got somebody from Wantage who wants to ring in and speak to me, so that I can now say to Ed Vasey, I've spoken to one of his constituents. That be would first. be great. It'll that be a first. How do you know I've never spoken to anyone from It'll Wantage? Be a first. The point is, anyway, is what's your point? You're, well, all you're doing, Ed, is proving everybody's point that you're an arrogant. Um, opinionated well, and rather I've, self-appointed I've person. I've come on your show as a guest. Right. I've explained my position. I, d- I think but people being, are very you're being, angry you're about being rather the, arrogant about the you've people, you've accused me you? of um, laughing about it. I'm not laughing about it at all. Well, you were laughing. I'm not. Well, you were. I'm not. Okay, you're not laughing now, but you actually were. I'm the point. Not. The point is, right, it is all about you. It's and not your, all about and, me. No, it is. It's all about you collectively and your little uh, feuds that you've got going on inside the Houses of Parliament. And the people, meanwhile, are the ones who are suffering. You talk about people losing jobs, you know, losing income, losing status and whatever it is because of what you believe a no-deal Brexit would bring. But an awful lot of people are incredibly unhappy and quite upset about what you people collectively in the Houses of Parliament are not getting on with. I agree. That's why I wish we'd voted for the withdrawal agreement and left on 29th of March, which is what I voted for. Right, but then nobody else in enough numbers did that, right? Well, I now, did. now there's well, so you're happy that you did it. I voted for but Brexit three times. You also voted to give away the the government to the opposition. No, I voted for Brexit three times. Well, and what I, did you do? I'll what did you do on Tuesday? I'll continue to vote for 
a deal to leave the European Union. Yeah, but on Tuesday you voted to hand the government and the power that the government has not only to the opposition but also to Brussels. I voted for Brexit three times and I voted to give Parliament a say on whether we should crash out. Right, but the, but the, but the reality is, right, that Boris Johnson is now going to be under the yoke of the EU because he has to go back there now thanks to this bill which he just passed through the House of Lords last night which you were very much a party in making happen and he's going to now have to go back to Brussels and either ask for another deal or ask for an extension. Are you happy about that? I've, uh, I'm happy that I voted for Brexit three times that if uh, people have voted with me who are now in government we would have left on the 29th of March and I'm happy that Parliament uh, has a say on whether we crash out. Okay, well so what do we do now? Uh, we Boris goes and negotiates his deal, brings it back. If there's a no deal, Parliament gets to have a say in whether we should crash out. So if he can't get a deal because the European Union refused to budge on whatever it is that they're refusing to budge on... Well, according to Boris, they are moving, so that's good news. Well, that is good news. What about an election? It looks like there's going to be one. And you're not going to be able to stand as a Conservative member? That's correct. Would you stand as an independent? Don't know. Okay. Ed, thank you very much. Thanks very much. We'll see. If we get someone from Wantage on, I'll give you a message. Uh, This is Talk Radio. Give us a call. 0344-499-1000 is the number. Uh, we are here all day. Get up to the minute news flashes, instant reaction and expert analysis from some of the biggest names in Westminster. I think there's a clear warning there. Talk Radio, live from Westminster. Welcome back to the Independent Republic of Mike Graham. We are live once more on College Green. Slightly inclement weather at the moment. It's hard to tell precisely what it's going to do next. A bit like the Palace of Westminster behind me. It changes uh, from sunshine to heat uh, to cloud. A couple of spots of rain. Very difficult to say. Very difficult to predict what could happen uh, in the next few hours. But I'm joined, I'm delighted to say, by Lord Charlie Faulkner, uh, former Lord Chancellor, of course, Tim Loughton, Tory MP for Reese Worthy and Shoreham. Welcome uh, to you both. Thank Welcome you. to the Talk Radio tent. What on earth happened last night, Charlie? I thought we were going to have this long, drawn-out kind of, you know, filibustered so did I. scenario. And, you know, we'd got through something like 12 right. of the 100 amendments put down by the filibusterer yeah. stool pigeons of number 10. <laughs> and then... Blimey, the white flag went up right. at about one thirty in the in the morning. Right. Where obviously number ten completely did a U turn. Right. Instead of trying to block the bill, they decided they want the bill. Now do they want the bill because uh, they want an election and hope that Labour will agree on Monday, or did they haul up the white flag as somebody told me this morning? Because they Boris now is looking for an excuse to extend the time for Brexit because he suddenly realised what the terrible catastrophic consequences mm. would be of crashing out with no deal. I've no idea. All I can tell you is that they hauled up the white flag yesterday, another U-turn. Well, it's very interesting, isn't it, Tim? Because I've been telling people um, quite boldly and with some uh, conviction that Boris Johnson is a very smart guy. Uh, he's surrounded by very smart people. Uh, he's got... Uh, be quiet for a minute. We've got, uh, we've got Dominic Cummings, right? He's a uh, Who has been described by your mate Alistair Campbell as an evil genius, right? So, you know, you know you must be playing with the big boys at this point. Is it possible that I've got all that wrong and actually Boris Johnson is indeed, as he's painted by some, a complete nincompoop who doesn't know what he's doing? I think that's a bit unfair. Well, I'm, not suggesting, a bit. Boris, only a bit. I'm not suggesting it's true. I'm just asking you the question. Boris is a very smart guy. Having worked with Dominic Cummings for several years, I won't pass any further comment on that. But I don't know what happened last, uh, last night. We were all ready to turn up this morning with the strong black coffee and the bacon sarnies yeah. to keep the lordships going quite rightly, standing up for the democratic uh, process. So uh, this thing is moving so fast that goodness knows what's going to be happening by... 
Well, this is it. I mean, I saw... I've, give, I've given up doing pre-recorded shows anymore because of the time oh, they go can't. out, no, it's exactly. all out of date. Well, Emily Thornbury even yesterday said we're making policy uh, by the hour. I was just pleased to know they were making some policy because, <laughs> generally speaking, I don't think Labour's got any policy on anything, has it, at the I moment? Don't, I don't think you're right about the fact that Labour is making up policy by the hour. What is oh, happening? come on, Charlie. Well, that's it, what Emily Thornbury it, it, said. It is Boris has really completely lost his way. He obviously was disingenuously trying to have an election. He failed to compute. What's disingenuous about having an election? There's not <laughs> nothing disingenuous at all about having an election. It's called democracy. But he lied about the reasons. He lied about the reasons. He said he didn't want an election. Then the bill was passed. Well, that's he fair enough. I mean, Jeremy Corbyn says yeah. he yeah, wants an election. Where's the lie, Charlie? Where's the, the lie? The, the lie is saying he didn't want an election when he did. Does that what mean? Well, hang on. Does that mean Jeremy Corbyn also well, lied when he said he wanted no, one? Jeremy Cor- no, he doesn't. And Jeremy Corbyn and is still raising money for one immediately on his website. You know actually, what's even funnier is I keep getting emails from the Labour Party asking me to give them a pound. And how much are you giving? I haven't given them anything Why yet. Not? I'm waiting to see what they're going to plan to do. Jeremy's after not lying about an election. Jeremy's saying he wants an election. But the question is, do you let Boris blunder out of the European Union? Before we have the election. I prefer or blundering you, out to crashing out. Uh, I prefer not crashing out. I'd prefer having that nailed down, then have an election. Jeremy's very keen to have an election, but surely he's got to think about the state of the country. Yeah, but he's is Boris and, he? Are Boris and Dominic Cummings going to be allowed to trash the place, remove the uh, light bulbs before they go? No, oh, they should on, not be. That's why you need Parliament, <laughs> which has done a fantastic job to lock... Boris down from smashing the place up. Yeah, he's forgotten forgotten Liam Burns' note already. I mean, it wasn't that long ago after he said he'd taken all the light bulbs with him. This is is selective use of democracy by the the Labour Party. There's a great cartoon on the front of the Telegraph today saying, vote Labour, but not just yet, perhaps. (laughs) I'm the funniest thing this week has been, I think, a couple of nights ago, the Shadow Justice uh, Secretary, the rather hapless Shadow Justice Secretary, asked about Labour policy, said, oh, well, a Labour government will be out there fighting for a better deal with the uh, EU, whilst at the same time going for a referendum for a second vote in which we would be backing Remain. Yeah. They're completely all over the place. I can top that. I I had Lisa Before you you egg each other on, the question is, should we have a a a no-deal Brexit? That's the issue. And that's why there's this great constitutional complication going on at the moment. The issue is, should we have Brexit or not? And you're trying to stop Brexit. No, no, no. And it's a fig leaf about no-deal. You're trying to reverse the referendum. The question is, should we crash out without a no deal. Well, here's That's the, the thing. issue. Here's the thing, right? I don't normally allow people to say crash out on oh, my right, show. Okay. Why okay? not? Because it How is a loaded them? because it's a loaded term right. in the same way that surrender document is also or a loaded white flag. term. But see, the thing, the trouble with Jeremy Corbyn is he's a typical communist, right? Because when right. he said to Boris Johnson the other day, you can't use the word surrender, it brings up images of war. He then used surrender four times in the same <laughs> sentence, right? right okay, similarly, what, similarly, what, what he must the, have lied. Okay, okay, what should the country do now? That's the question. Well, the that's my question. Have a that's vote. The, what the country have an election, yeah. Have no, an election. What, that? what the country should do is make sure we don't crash out with no deal, oh, crash and out. then have an I've election. A, we have and a ping for I think most that. sensible people in Parliament, Ch- including uh, Tim, agrees with that. I think Charlie is in danger of crashing out of this interview by making Labour's position Listen, even we can't more confused than it was when we two, started it. We can't have two people in a row walking out of the tent. Ed Vasey already <laughs> did that. You know. But look, here's well, the because you're so rude, mate. Jeremy Corbyn only wants to have an election. Who will ever come back if you're not well, allowed to they keep use the language that we want to? You can't stay away. You know, without the oxygen publicity you'd be nothing here's the thing the point is is that everybody wants to have an election in the country yep. now because it would appear to be no, the I only way. Does, I don't think everybody does actually but I mean I think Brenda we've got to have her we've got to have Brenda, an election no. Brenda's very unhappy she doesn't like well she might like this one though because finally it's going to be a proper 
you know, pro, we're going to, Remain is now the Labour, Labour Party's position, right? Labour yeah. is the party yeah. of Remain, even though Lisa Nandy said to me yesterday in Wigan, which is her constituency... You don't really ask questions, do you? Just sort 70%. Of, you just sort of give an expression to your views. Do you want me to ask you a question? I'd love that. Will you please promise never to say crash out again? No. Okay, thank you. <laughs> this is why I don't ask questions. The straightest right? answer you've had so far. This yeah. is why I don't but ask questions. But the bottom line is, is that Labour is a very confused party on Brexit, right? I wouldn't suggest to you for a oh, minute well, that neither the Tories are also well, confused. Well, I'm not you confused. say confused, there are different views within the Labour Party, just like there are different <laughs> views within the Tory yes, party. Yes, but, but when I said to Lisa Nandy, is your position to remain in the European Union? She said, no, it's not. And That's, I said, well... There are different views in the Labour Party, she, but we can com- we can have, embrace both. What Boris has how done can you is... Embrace fire, leave and remain? How can what, you embrace they, what, leave what, and remain at an election? What Boris has done is got rid of the 20 people who are brave enough to take a different view from him. Now, that's perfectly within his rights, but it means he's closing the Tory party down into a sect that is only in favour of Brexit. Well, to be honest, if my producer sitting here decided to give all my guests to LBC over there, I'd get rid of them. I'd say thanks okay, very well, much. No, you've just you're given, on you're on Boris's just, side. Well done. Well, because you're on Boris, and the question well, is, are the public well, going to agree with that? I don't remember when you were in power when yeah. Alistair Campbell was ruling the roost with yeah. an iron fist. Uh, that he was particularly uh, understanding. Jeremy Corbyn he was rebelled the whole time, and he was never thrown out. Uh, uh, well, as hundreds ha- of people rebelled on a regular basis, were never thrown out. The Labour Party held together. Paradoxically, the Tory Party has just gone. Bang. Well, actually, collapsed. you're wrong about that because there oh, was uh, because Alistair Campbell's now been expelled from the Labour Party <laughs> yeah, but that's because he voted Ali- for the Lib Dems. I thought you were complaining about Alistair Campbell. Well, I am people. complaining about Alistair Campbell. No, and indeed, he never did. Well, the, what I'm saying is... So is what are you saying? Well, I'm, what I'm, I just what leave? I'm, what I'm right. saying to you is... <laughs> no, ask him a few questions. <laughs> no, just pile in any time <laughs> yeah. you want. Just jump I'm in. I'm enjoying this. I'm just enjoying jump this. in. The point is, is that you did not... Brook any kind of um, you're talking rubbish. No, you're I'm talking not. You were not. You would not brook any. All right. Well, let me. Jeremy this one Corbyn in. rebelled 589 times. Was never thrown out. This lot. That's Philip Hammond, David Gork. That's they rebelled once and were not only deprived right. of the whip. They apparently well, right, let me ask you to this. be members no, of the Tory you're party. You're comparing apples and oranges. Oh, why is That's that? Because wrong. Jeremy Corbyn never voted to give power away from the government to the opposition, which is why they were kicked out. And no, I they, think quite they rightly. Were, they were not voting to give yes, power they away. Were. They voted for a bill. They refused. They said expressly they would not vote for a vote of no confidence. And because they supported preventing us crashing out with no there deal, again. they have been no. expelled so he's from lied the already. Party. He said he wouldn't say it in his head. I said the reverse, I'll give you one more chance, both of you, to prove to the public who are listening that we're well, not you're, just you're, some you're, kind you're, you're of talking shop. You're basically... You cannot call me a disgrace. We've had the lies. No, you cannot call me a disgrace. And then you start to tell complete no, untruths true. about what the Labour Party no, did. Can I well, just no. say, I think you're a really good interviewer. Thank you very much <laughs> indeed. You <laughs> see, just the voice toady. of reason. Presumably see, he supports Boris Johnson. Well, at least he's elected. You sit in the House of Lords indeed. where nobody well, put you, you apart from patronage. I didn't invite you on, they did. I just do what I'm told. It's nothing to do with me. I won't be back with you then on that basis, Mike. But the bottom line is, what are we going to do next? Please, can you give me an answer? I'll tell you. We should pass the bill... We should ask for an extension. We should then have a general election. That's my view about Okay. Tim? They're not going to pass anything approaching agreement. This whole business about a no-deal Brexit is a fig leaf. What is he talking about? Is a fig leaf. It makes no sense. Is a fig leaf because I'm afraid the majority of the Labour Party, who have consistently voted every possible opportunity to make Brexit a reality, they don't want Brexit to happen, and they're using the no-deal uh, excuse yeah. as a as a fig leaf. Is that is about? why we're against no deal. 406 constituencies voted for leave. At the last time we had a, a, a vote on the agreement, 
all but five Labour MPs voted against the agreement that would have brought Brexit about with all lips up, warts up and all. I'm afraid the only now way some of them want to vote for it again, even uh, though they voted against it last and time. And now apparently they want to, to, to vote for it uh, in any case. Mm. The only way we're going to get out of this uh, impasse, I'm afraid, is to have a general election and put it back to the people. Do you want a Marxist government led by Jeremy Corbyn, who hasn't a clue how uh, to get us out of this on, uh, on Brexit and doesn't want to achieve uh, Brexit? Or do you want to have a clear, determined view, which Boris Johnson has, is that we've got to get out and that deadline of the 31st of October has got to be respected? Charlie and then Faulkner, we can move on. Do you want a Marxist government? Final question. I want a Labour government. Thank it you very much. It's the same indeed. thing at the moment. Yeah, it? it is really. Uh, this is talk radio. Um, I'm a disgrace. To be an I'm a disgrace, apparently. A According disgrace. to the former Lord Chancellor, I may be seeking uh, the advice of my learned friends on that one. Uh, this is talk radio. <laughs> Loads more to come. Uh, let's uh, uh, let's get some news or something. <laughs>Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The fallout, the fury, the future. Let's get political. Order! Talk Radio, live from Westminster. Welcome back to the Independent Republic of Mike Graham. We are here once more uh, in the Talk Radio tent in blazing sunshine down here uh, in Westminster on College Green. Uh, things are warming up a little bit, hotting up a bit. There's a bit more of a sort of a sense of purpose again, uh, which was definitely not here when we first started the show this morning. Uh, it was all quiet. It was all very subdued. Nobody was quite sure what was going on. People are starting to get their mojos back, it would seem, uh, although Boris Johnson has lost his brother, uh, Joe Johnson which I will not say Jojo from, because obviously that would be ridiculous. But we're going to talk to Jim Fitzpatrick coming up very shortly, Labour MP for Poplar and Limehouse. Let's first, though, go to the calls, because uh, we want to hear from more of you. Jerry uh, is in Whitney Bay. Hello, Jerry. Hello, Mike. Uh, good morning to you. Good morning to you, sir. What would you like to tell us? Um, a couple of things. One is, in three years, uh, out of the referendum result, the one thing that is absolutely clear is that the answer to all this was not remain but yet they can't manage to legislate to remove Remain. It always seems to be legislating to remove Leave Vote. And this is why, basically, you know, these people would give a woodpecker a bad head. Yeah, they really would. I mean, it seems incredible to me that we keep going round and round in the same concentric circle 
uh, and somehow ending back at the beginning again. I thought this week was going to be different, but it hasn't been. Well, the other thing, I know you've got a Labour MP coming up next. Can you ask him what Labour's plan is for Brexit? Because my understanding is any form of Brexit that Labour wants, the EU are prepared to write into the political declaration. So what they're saying is whatever you want still requires a withdrawal agreement. So if they have any intent to implement Brexit, they need to pass the withdrawal agreement. And if they don't pass well, the withdrawal agreement, no form of Brexit can go forward. So can you Well, exactly right. I think the problem, and I'm going to speak to Jim Fitzpatrick about this in a second, the problem for Labour and their position on Brexit is it depends who you ask. Because if you ask um, uh, Emily Thornberry, she says that Labour is a party for Remain. If you ask um, somebody like Tom Watson, uh, he doesn't give you an answer because he doesn't really talk to anybody. If you talk to, uh, to, uh, to Jeremy Corbyn, he asks you to ask somebody else because he doesn't like to commit himself and he prefers to sit on the fence. Um, if you ask Lisa Nandy, who I had here the other day uh, in the tent, she says because she's from Wigan, which is a Leave constituency, uh, they're the party Leave. So it's all a bit confusing. Yeah, they've got They've got to pick one position. They said they were going to respect the result. If you respect the result, there has to be some form of leave. So I don't really understand how you end up in a position where you've got 25 Brexit policies, depending on who you speak to. Yes, and that is the problem. And I think one will become more of a problem as, as an election becomes a closer and closer certainty. But let's welcome Jim Fitzpatrick into the tent, Jim. Uh, nice to see you again. Uh, very clement weather we've got for it as well. Yep. Um, I was quite depressed when I arrived here this morning. And it was a strangely subdued atmosphere. You know, the protesters hadn't really got going. Nobody was really quite knowing what to make of what the House of Lords did last night. Um, nobody was really sure whether the, the rug has been completely pulled from, from Boris Johnson. And we're kind of nowhere again. Yeah, indeed. And uh, I was here at 10 past 7, talked to Bloomberg. It was cold. It was cold then. Oh, my goodness. That is is very worthy of you. I think it's um, uh, very much the case that nobody knows where we are. Um, The Prime Minister uh, clearly decided with his strategists last night to pull the opposition to the No Deal Bill that passed in the Commons yesterday, went to the Lords. They pulled opposition at half past one. They're saying, OK, we'll let it go through. Is uh, uh, the Prime Minister quite clearly intends to call Jeremy Corbyn's bluff? Because Jeremy at the dispatch box said yesterday, when the bill receives assent, we'll support a general election. Right. Um, overnight, there have been a lot of loud voices in the Labour hierarchy saying, hold on, Jeremy, maybe we don't want to go there. So that now looks as though it's in doubt. Yes. Um, but the first because, thing. Because they'll argue uh, about what assent means, won't they? Because effectively, Corbyn does not want to actually agree to a general election until after October the 31st. Well, I think there are two qualms. One is that if they vote, if we vote for a general election next week and Parliament's dissolved, there's nothing to stop the Prime Minister then saying, you know that date of uh, uh, October the 15th? That was a mistake. We're going to make it November the 3rd. So there's some people saying we can't trust them on the date. And the other uh, line of argument is that if the Conservatives win the election, which obviously the Prime Minister is confident they will do, there's nothing to stop them coming back on October the 17th and putting a bill in to mm. repeal the No Deal Brexit bill. Right. Um, and in that instance, we lose the, the block on No Deal for October the 31st. And in that instance, we ought to delay it again until after October the 31st. Now, um, 
I'm not sure how far that gets us because if it's an extension, and I supported an amendment last night that says the only reason we should have an extension is for a purpose, and the purpose is to agree a deal between now and January 31st. If we don't do that, we end up on January 31st exactly in the same position, mm. getting back to your circle that we're in today. Well, funnily enough, that point was made by one of our earlier guests, James Cartledge, who said what happens on the 31st, presumably in, on the 31st of January, when that runs out, we're out. And it's the same hard Brexit sort of deadline Precisely. as at the moment October 31st is. Indeed. Which, which, which makes people think even more that all of this is just about a delay uh, until you can find another way of making it another delay yeah. until you can find another way. You know, it's just on and on and on yeah. and on. And indeed, your point about different views within the Labour Party, there are, there are a number of colleagues in the Labour Party for whom the only objective they have is to revoke Article 50, like the Lib Dems are asking for. Um, there are some who want to go for a second referendum. Uh, there are some who want to do a deal, and some of us voted for the Prime Minister's deal back on March the 29th. So there are different um, views. The Labour conference in two weeks, I think, will clarify that, and Labour will move into a much clearer definition of remain than it has been, and there will be an argument about whether we should go so far as to become the party of revoke Article 50. It's going to be a very interesting conference season in a way, isn't it? Because you're going to have the Tories with their particular internal problems trying to work out precisely which way to go. Um, my sense inside the Tory party is that there's not an awful lot of sharing going on in the sense that, uh, you know, those who are not high enough up the pecking order are getting told what's going on. Uh, my sense in the Labour Party is that there are still plenty of people in it who would like to see a general election without Jeremy Corbyn at the head of the party. And whether there's a move on that during conference, I don't know. Well, of course, if, they, uh, if the election is called on Monday, then there won't be any conferences. It will be everybody going to campaign mode yeah. and the conferences will be cancelled. Mm. And in that instance, there won't be any policy development and then there will still be greater confusion, except that parties will have to publish manifestos and Labour will have to put in that very clearly um, what we're standing for. But the Prime Minister is absolutely confident, um, although he's made several mistakes this week. I mean, apart from losing votes, which was probably expected, um, Kicking out 21 moderates from his own party is mm. not going down that well with the 1922 committee. It looks petulant. It looks a, an overreaction. It does. I'm not sure that that won't play badly for him and, um, and damage him a little bit in people's eyes because he's not... I guess it depends on what you think he's attempting to do because I said to somebody, uh, John Rental the other day, who's, who's quite close to the whole former Blair project, you know, and I said, is this something akin to New Labour? In, a, in as much as, you know, some people got together, worked out that the old Labour Party was never going to win an election. They could, they put in uh, Tony Blair as the, the, the great new hope of, of new Labour, Peter Mandelson, you know, Alistair Campbell, all of that. Um, and it worked. You know, is Boris Johnson attempting something similar with the Tory party saying, you know, we cannot be a party of a broad church anymore, not in this day and age when one single topic is the dominating topic? Well, I think that's a sad reflection on today's polarised politics. Yeah, if we, if it we, is. If we have to have extremes to try and appeal to people and then people pick the, the yeah, but least see, I wouldn't, option. I wouldn't use that word. I wouldn't say it's an extreme view that they've got. They're, they're basically trying to leave something which we've been with as a, a country for 40 years, uh, but which we existed perfectly well without for many, many years before that. I don't think it's extreme to want to leave it, and it's certainly not extreme to want to carry out the will of the people who voted to leave. Well, I, I, I accept that the it probably needs a better definition but but it makes um, politics uh, fiercer and um, more hostile um, as an occupation the Conservative Party used to be um, 
uh, a mixed church and the Labour Party certainly was mm. when the Blair Project, when New Labour was formed, um, Blair didn't then go around expelling people like Jeremy Corbyn and John McDonnell. No. I mean, the, the tolerance level within both major parties was always that. We had a left wing and a right wing. The Tories had a left wing and a right wing and you muddled through conferences, you arrived at but compromises. But somehow left wing and right wing is easier to manage than leave and remain. Well, um, it? It, it certainly used to be because there was a tolerance amongst mm. that. With leave and remain, it's much fiercer. Yeah. There's no hiding place right. in that instance. And there's so many places. But, I mean, there were so many places in between on the left and right perspective. You know, you could be pro-nationalisation and you could be anti-union. You know, there were sort of, you know, ways of dealing with individual issues. Yeah. And there's, there's, the, there's no clarity anymore with left and right. There was a poll, uh, an academic study in a poll done recently, which demonstrated that the old definition of left and right are very difficult to apply. Yeah. Because a lot of left-wing people were very much in favour of more discipline in schools, yeah. uh, very much in favour of keeping the nuclear deterrent. Right. You know, these were looked at as left-wing issues, right. but they're, they're right-wing views within yeah. uh, society. And the left is now more associated with remaining in the European Union, which traditionally it always wanted to leave. <laughs> yeah. It's very confusing. Well, I said this yesterday. We've effectively got a prime minister who doesn't want an election calling for one, and a leader of the opposition <laughs> who wants an election who's refusing to have one. It's remarkable, isn't it? Yeah, and Jeremy is the Eurosceptic. Uh, yeah, the past 40 years. Yeah, and, uh, and he's Boris Johnson the other. Yeah, he's a reborn. It's, it's very difficult. So let me ask you a final question okay. on the on the sort of you know defecting front. I mean, we've yeah. seen uh, Luciana Berger today moving yes. away again from yes. uh, having originally been in the Labour Party, moving out of that into the independent group now, Lib Dem. I've got a sense that Joe Swinson is is actively sort of picking people off, and I wonder whether she's going to take anybody else from from the Labour Party who might seem like their natural home is now the Lib Dems, as Philip Lee said. I think there are uh, several colleagues um, who left uh, Labour um, recently um, and as Chuck has moved and as Luciana has now said, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a couple more who will be lined up to join the Lib Dems in the days, uh, weeks ahead. Um, there will be some people like Mike Gapes who entirely differently has said he will stand as an independent. He yeah. will not be joining the Lib Dems. But I can, I can understand that um, politicians who are used to being in a political party, they're used to being part of a bigger organisation, psychologically, philosophically, um, you've got to kind of a home. To stay as an independent mm. takes a, a, a very lot of individual character and determination yeah. because what you want to do is make a difference. And, and you have no machine behind you either. Indeed, it is. The yeah. fundraising is difficult. All of the, the office staff, the staffing is difficult. It's all compl yeah. complicated, isn't it? What about, finally, Monday night, right? We're yes. sitting here at 7 o'clock Monday night or maybe 10 o'clock Monday night having a glass of schnapps or something. <laughs> what are we What are we going to be talking about? What's happened? If you provide the single malt, I'm your man. I'll bring I'll some here. single malt. I'll bring some. No problem at all. I don't think that uh, we'll know until the Lords finishes the, the, the bill. Um, and Jeremy Corbyn makes some pronouncements over the weekend because he's, he's under a lot of pressure from senior figures within Labour to say, we're well, not going for a general election. The SNP are interesting because if the Tories have a, a one-line bill lined up, mm. um, if they don't get the election they want to override the Fixed Term Parliament Act, would the SNP be attracted to support that because they're riding so high in the opinion polls in Scotland, yeah. they could wipe out Labour and win back half of the seats they lost to the Tories yeah. in 2017. Right. Their determination is always going to be what brings us closer to a second independence yeah. referendum? And they and could, of course, go into bed they with could the support, Labour Party. Well, they could, but they could support the Tories to yeah. call for a general election on a one line, on a, on a simple majority, mm. if they can overturn the fixed-term Parliament Act. Yeah, interesting stuff. 
I mean, once again, I'm afraid we are left with about a million and myriad different possibilities. Uh, Jim Fitzpatrick, thank you very much indeed. Uh, have a nice weekend. We'll be back here on Monday, I'm sure. Uh, we've got lots more to do. Not much time to do it in. Get your calls in 0344 499 1000 is the number. This is Talk Radio. Get up to the minute news flashes, instant reaction and expert analysis from some of the biggest names in Westminster. I think there's a clear warning there. Talk Radio, live from Westminster. Welcome back to the Independent Republic of Mike Graham right here uh, on College Green. We are live in the talk radio tent, of course, in Westminster. Uh, things are starting to uh, come back to life after a very uh, slow start this morning. Uh, a couple of the uh, fancy dress protesters have shown up, obviously finally got out of bed, uh, useless shower that they are, uh, and then we've been the people shouting uh, have got their voices back as well. Uh, sadly, there isn't much going on inside the Houses of Parliament today because the House of Lords have already decided that they're going to rush through the bill uh, which uh, Boris Johnson and his team in Downing Street have decided now they're going to allow to go forward and it looks like on Monday Boris Johnson will have another attempt to try and call a general election. Jacob Rees-Mogg has just uh, indicated that there will be a bill provided uh, which will presumably be the thing that gets around uh, the uh, fixed term parliament act that we were hearing uh, from Paul Scully a little bit earlier on. Mary has tweeted who says I feel something very very bad is going to happen I just have this feeling. Well, I mean, we've all had that feeling for a while, I have to say. I wish I knew what it was. And in some ways, something bad happening would be better than nothing happening, uh, which is where we are now. Matthew says any MP that votes against its own government in what is a confidence vote must have the whip removed. He's talking about Ed Vasey. They were warned and are now whining that Boris stuck to his word. Boris has sent a powerful message to both the EU and the UK before a general election that he keeps his promises. Well, let's go to the phones now because uh, uh, we want to talk to some of the good people out there in the Independent Republic. Simon is in Orpington. Uh, which is, in course, Joe Johnson's old constituency. Hi, Simon. Hello, Mike. Good to How see you, you mate. And you're doing an absolute sterling job, I have to say. Thank you very um, much indeed. It's very well, worthwhile doing it because, actually, I feel as though I am doing it for people who, who are not here, uh, who have no control over everything that's going on. Absolutely. And you know what, Mike? You do it with a bit of humour as well, and I think that's really important and actually really needed at the moment. Yes, um, I think I'm you're absolutely right. on... Um, Joe Johnson's resignation because I'm from mm. Orpington. I saw Joe Johnson uh, at a Hustings for the 2015 uh, election. At the time, he was totally uninterested. In performance terms, the Labour candidate gave him an absolute whipping. But you could tell Joe was sitting there thinking, this is a safe Tory seat. Whatever yeah. happened in that Hustings, he was going to win. Well, do you know what, Mike? A lot of these safe seats are safe no longer. And I do yeah. think there's quite a few people standing down now. Michael Fallon, who's just across the border, really, they're not up for the fight. I think some of the MPs in Parliament are sold out to the EU for, or on ideological reasons. Yeah. Some of them, I think they just see it as an easier life because the EU take care of some, you, you know, quite a lot of business and that suits them. Uh, honestly, yeah. Mike, bring on a general election where we have true public servants going into Parliament. Yes. And also, I think what will be useful as well for Boris Johnson in, a, in an election is he will be able to totally skewer the Labour position on Brexit, totally skewer Jeremy Corbyn as, a, as, a, as, a, as an entity, as an ideal, uh, as an ideologue, and he'll be able to win over many more members of the public, I think, by his campaign. Absolutely. I, think, I do think um, Jeremy Corbyn has absolutely no chance. His own party, they know that. 
Um, the only danger, though, is if Boris doesn't work with the Brexit party. I think that could. If he doesn't, and the Conservatives are, have always been very reluctant to actually reach out. So I do think that is a danger. Yeah. Um, but if they, work with the, if they work with the Brexit party, they've got it. If not, potentially Remainers could take it. So I don't think it's, it's plain sailing for a general election. No. No, I think you're absolutely right. Great call, though, Simon. Thank you very much indeed. Simon in Joe Johnson's old constituency of Alpington. Joe Johnson, of course, uh, stepping down today, uh, both as a minister and as an MP. Uh, people are wondering if there's something else going on. Uh, we can't tell you that. There's no suggestion of that. Uh, certainly nobody's telling me that. Uh, but if there's any more to the story, we'll obviously bring it to you uh, right here on Talk Radio. Let's talk to Ian, who's in Huntingdon. Hello, Ian. Oh, hi there. Um, yeah, lovely How are you to doing? I've come over from another station. I think you're, you're doing a great job. Well um, done. Well yeah, done. congratulations. I, I, we should have a klaxon for that, really. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I'm, I'm just utterly, utterly, utterly confused by the whole parliamentary position here. Um, as far as I can... Yeah. If I've well, not you're not the only wrong, one. Well, if, if I've not got it wrong, the, the European Union won't reopen the withdrawal agreement and now have no incentive to do so. Uh, the Labour Party claims they're going to get a new deal if they get into government except for they are using the fact that the withdrawal agreement is closed as a reason to say why Boris Johnson can't get another deal. So their own position yeah. is utterly illogical. Uh, so then the only other is. Well, not only, not, only, not only that, Ian, but they're, they're all... Sorry, go on. Well, then the only other choice is to revoke Article 50, which Parliament has already voted against. Um, and unless you provoke Parliament, they can't bring that bill back. And they've also um, right. refused to um, countenance the idea of the withdrawal agreement. So they voted against every option, and, and yeah. now they're voting against a general election. I mean, as far well, as I can tell, this is, a, this is a point. This is this is a point that Theresa May made way back when she was still prime minister, when Jeremy Corbyn would utter the words, "We will do everything we can to stop a no-deal Brexit," except, of course, they won't vote for an agreement. Well, and, and what's even worse is that with this new, um, the, the thing that seems to have slipped out of the news a bit is this no-deal um, bill allows the European Union to set the length of an extension. So they could say, yeah. OK, well, we'll have an extension. Let's call it 20 years, shall we? And, and, now <laughs> is, and now Boris is told he has to. The only option I can see at this point is that Boris needs to go to the European Union, ask for an extension, and present Nigel Farage as our new European commissioner. Um, and and yes. say that we will also and say that we'll use our veto to veto the EU's budget, stop it dead in its tracks. That's the, I think yeah. that's the only option I, I, to go nuclear. Yeah, and listen, Ian, I, there are certainly worse options on the table, and, and it's a great call. Thank you for making it. It is sadly the last one of the show because we are at that time already. It's coming up to one o'clock. It's been another fabulous show. Thank you to everybody who took part. Thank you to all of you who tweeted. I do read all the tweets. I don't always read them out on the air just because we simply don't have time. I'll try and uh, retweet as many of the good ones as I can. Keep watching the Twitter feed as well. It's at IROMG. Look out for a podcast later on. We do a podcast every single day best parts of the show. Um, I don't know why they didn't just do the whole show because there are no bad parts of it, to be honest. Across the UK, online and on DAB, the independent republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio. If you enjoyed that, be sure to catch the whole show 10 to 1, Monday to Friday on Talk Radio, via DAB, online or via the Talk Radio app. If you have an opinion on the stories we cover, we'd love to hear from you. Call us 0344 499 1000 or tweet at Talk Radio during the show to have your say. The Independent Republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio.